0: Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so thank you all for tuning in happy monday welcome to episode 107 we are in our everyone has a love story series and today we are talking about eros love it is a grief beyond death episode and we have a very special guest chris hi chris how you doing so everybody Welcome, Chris. Um, Chris, you kind of want to tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, I am a I don't know jack of all trades. A little hey. bit of just a creative person, so I do a little bit of everything. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so me and Chris met this summer. We worked together at a community center, basically with a bunch of kids, and that was fun. Was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was super fun. Um, and so ever since then, we've just been real cool. He comes to the center for events. He's been to quite a few things. Yep. Um, So we've had some really good conversation. And so part of the reason why he is here for the Eros Arrow, Love conversation is because one day he was supposed to be cutting my grass, but we ended up having a three-hour conversation about love. And I was like, we got to turn this into a podcast. <laughs> and it was just so cool because it was just different perspectives. It, w- it wasn't like your traditional and also too, it wasn't no pressure like it was understanding from both sides it was questioning just a really great conversation that we need to have more of and then also too y'all be talking so much about dating and the <laughs> rules and the expectations and the eros love is such a common theme to talk about especially on social media and so we're just here today to bring a different perspective a real perspective and honestly Um, It all goes into my, my newest book, my latest book, Everyone Has a Love Story, which walks through five different types of love. So, thank you for being here, Chris. No
1: problem. Glad to be
0: here. Hey, so I hope you all enjoy this episode. Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into our icebreaker. Welcome to the icebreaker segment of The Healing She Got Faith talk show here we pull affirmation cards from different affirmation decks we read them and we say if they resonate with us why or why not this is our one and only icebreaker we do it at conferences professional developments we do it on the podcast obviously and really it's just to get us to start talking about ourselves and to get comfortable we are here to promote having a safe space and so while you're here with healing she got faith we want you to feel safe enough to speak about where it is that you are in life we are your safe space okay <laughs> all right welcome to episode 107's icebreaker so as y'all know we pick cards so we are sticking with the four agreements by don miguel ruiz and as i know we love us some don and so i'm going to let chris start off with his cards okay. and the you'll just read it does it resonate with you why or why not
1: Alrighty, So I'm going to start off with always do your best. Take action on your ideas. Doing your best means to take action. You can have many great ideas in your head, but without action upon an idea, there will be no manifestation, no results, and no reward. Definitely resonates as a artist. Mm. Like... <clears throat> the struggle of even getting started sometimes or having that mental block. Yes. So yeah, getting out of my own way has been something that I'm really trying to do this year. Absolutely. Definitely resonates. Okay. We got be impeachable with your words. Realize the power of your word. Your word is the power that you have to create. It is a gift that comes directly from God. Mm. Definitely Ooh. resonates.
0: I was going to say, that's right up your alley. That saying. was for you.
1: <laughs> definitely <laughs> resonates. Um, Man, yeah. I'll be trying to be cautious with words because, yeah, they can get me in trouble. Oh,
0: we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we got going to talk about it. They
1: definitely got me in trouble before. So, uh, yeah. Okay. And last one says, don't take anything personal. See other people as they are. When you see other people as they are without taking it personally, you can never be hurt by what they say or do. Even if others lie to you, it is okay. They are lying to you because they are afraid you will discover that they are not perfect. Mm. Definitely resonates because that's like one of my biggest pet peeves is people playing on my intelligence. So it's like, I've had to. Woo saw a few times yes. in the past where it was like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you, tried <it. laughs> you tried it, you tried it,
0: you tried it. Yeah, oh. okay. Does any any of them like resonate more or are they all pretty equal?
1: Um, I guess for like my current season. Mm, my current season, I would probably say taking action is probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of funny because I think I pulled that one first. Yeah, I, yeah. And then between the other two, they kind of, it's almost like a simultaneous thing just because, yeah, and even with love. So, yeah.
2: Ooh, okay.
0: It's already getting juicy. I'm
1: excited.
0: (laughs) Okay, my turn. So I got three cards as well. Okay. Be impeccable with your word, cultivate faith. Jesus, throw Mm. this card. To have great faith is to have great power because your intent, your will is undivided. When your word isn't dissipated by doubt, the power of your word becomes even stronger.
1: Mm.
0: So this mm. just grabbed me by the throat. Cause <laughs> so y'all know healing she got faith. She got faith was like my stage name or my social media handles. And so like I always found myself to be like a person of great faith you know sometimes it be getting tested Ooh. um but to have great power because your intent your will is undivided so like part in this season being very intentional has like been a very common theme hmm. but the undivided part is the unlearning part that I like have yeah. to learn not to be undivided you know what i'm saying
1: like yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to be there sometimes. So.
0: Yes. Yeah, so when your word isn't dissipated by doubt, the power of your word becomes even stronger. And so I'm a person, I think I've talked about it on the podcast too. Like I'm a person that like I can speak very negatively, ne- negative, even if I don't mean it. Like, it, like even if something is me being like, I'm just not adult enough. Like, people be like, don't say that. <laughs> you know, like I'm joking, but like still, like sometimes sometimes. Or a lot of times your mind don't know the difference between the joke and the truth.
1: Yes. Fine line, And a lot of good jokes have truth. So, and that's like the best comedians actually told that line very well. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, So um, that's something I'm working on. I'm not going to say I've mastered it. It's definitely something because with that, there's a lot that I'm unlearning about myself and a lot that I'm unlearning just like from being taught from my parents, church, Community. I like I feel like in my 30s, I'm like really discovering who I am. So Oof, that me right brother. Hmm. Okay, the second card. Be impeccable with your word. That's two. It show sure is okay. Be impeccable with your word. Uh, Seek to know the truth. Message. Gotta be. When you hear an opinion and believe it, you make an agreement. <laughs> Okay, when you hear an opinion and believe it, you make an agreement and it becomes part of your belief system. The only thing that can break this agreement is to make a new one based on truth. Only the truth has the power to set you free. I'm about to throw mm. this table.
1: Wow, wow.
0: <laughs> so. Uh-huh. I've always been a person who has, like, been affected by people's opinions. Like, Mm -hmm. this is probably the first time in in my life that, like, I'm not too focused on people's opinions. Um, Again, that's something that I'm unlearning But like, throughout my whole life. It's always been, like, you talk funny. You wear these long nails. You wear this colorful hair. You don't dress pretty enough. Like, it's always opinions thrown at me. Mm -hmm. And and before we got on camera, like, um, the conversation of, like, Why people just can't accept me for who I am. But like I I have to accept other people. And so there's always been opinions about me. Well, you doing this, you too nice, you like, even if I'm, and we'll get into this in the conversation, but like, even if I'm talking about like I'm learning in this love life that if I'm human and haven't been taught about love, then most of the people that I'm encountering probably haven't been taught about love. So there is a human aspect where I'm like, Well, if I haven't been taught, I don't know if you've been taught, and people be like, Oh, you're just being nice. A man will know. And I'm like, But we're human, right? Like, there, you know, and there's a fine line, too, right?
1: And different people have different definitions of what somebody's love is may not be the love that is required for you as a person. Correct. And
0: I have a whole book called Everyone Has a Love Story that talks about the different types of love. So. I like that. Okay.
1: (laughs) That wasn't planned.
0: That was not blessed, <laughs> But yeah, so even in that, but this is something that I'm also unlearning too. And I think like being pickable with your words with this card, I just feel like that's to myself, yeah. being pickable, stand on business with yourself. Period. No. <laughs> okay. And the last one is don't make assumptions. Assume nothing.
1: Mm. If
0: any kind, I'm oh, sorry. In any kind of relationship, we can make the assumption that others know what we think. And we don't have to say what we want. We assume they are going to do what we want because they know us so well. If they don't do what we want, we feel hurt and think, how could you do that? You should know. Ooh, this is a pet peeve of mine. And I'm specifically talking about it to my ladies because in my 30s, I have heard this so much. Well, man should know. Like, like I shouldn't have to ask him. or He should just know that. How is he going to know? Why do we assume that somebody just knows us, especially if we just started? Like, who we
1: <laughs> and why isn't it that people change? You can yeah. change from the person you were yesterday to today. So, what you needed yesterday, you might not need that today, you
0: might not need it. And also, too, we have this expectation that people supposed to know us, but like, I know, like, me, I evolve every single day and like you said like i really am not the same person like when you met me in june i'm not that same person right that like i'm a completely different person and i can even see that and so it's like like i can't expect you to come in here in february and you met me in june and you just expect to know how i operate like you don't know me like yeah (laughs) like we cool but
1: Catch the rhythm when you ain't talking to, or when you don't see a person on a daily basis. So many things change in twenty-four hours span. You never know what's going on. Yeah,
0: and twenty twenty-three changed us so.
1: It changed much. the
2: world.
0: Changed the
2: world. Twenty
0: twenty-three was twenty twenty part one point five.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> people was in there, uh, It yeah. was a lot of a lot of energies, a lot of energies,
0: a lot of energies, a lot of, of talking.
1: Bunch of different flows. So
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, we, yes, yeah. Okay, well, that was our icebreaker. We are going to go ahead and hop into the topic of okay. the day. So, we will catch you over there in the topic. Welcome to the topic segment of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. In this portion of the episode, we discuss the topic of the day, which is the title of this episode. (laughs) So we really pride ourselves on talking about grief, healing, being present, and just having an opportunity to be safe enough to be who you are. I hope in this episode, you're able to take it with you. And I hope you're able to give yourself permission to heal the way you need to heal. We love you, but as always, love you the way you love the world. Enjoy the topic. All right, welcome to 107's topic of the day. And so we are in our Everyone Has a Love Story series. And today our focus is Everyone Has an Eros Love. So Eros Love is erotic and passionate love. So Chris, let me ask you.
1: I'm gonna be honest, when you first said to me, I was like, What? What is this? What a roast? What, what?
0: we finna cook a roast up here?
1: Let me, let me google this real quick. What who?
0: Is
1: so, you, what
0: did you find?
1: So, mm-hmm. yeah, it said, Well, there was a few different things because it was like the Greek and then the erotic. and I was like, Oh, some karma sutra stuff. Okay, I, got <laughs> I know a little something about that. I might have read, read a book or two, but yeah. Yes. And then, then they talked about the whole religious aspect of that's the covenant of man and wife, and how they, from the Christian aspect of things, yeah. Uh, it
0: like, ah.
1: So it has levels to it.
0: I ain't even getting into that. Like even in the book, I, I'm more so focused on the romantic part of eros. Okay. So like, even the erotic. I think when I first wrote this book, there was a lot of erotica in there, but I just, as the writer, I just wasn't ready. To tap into that side. Um, also too, like I wanted this to be a fiction a fiction book and fun fact. Mm-hmm. Fiction books are the hardest books to write and they're the hardest, hardest books to sell. So
1: mm, I can see that. Yeah. Cause it's you're giving somebody your picture.
0: Yes. And so it's the hardest book. And I just felt like for my first pick, one that I, I didn't want to go there. Like when my initial idea wasn't like, let me write an erotica book. Like that, my initial thought was, I want to talk about the different subjects of love. Because I had read the book Attached. I had read Grief is Love. I had read How to Be Love by Humble the Poet. Mm-hmm. I had read All About Love by Bell Hooks. And so I was reading all these books that focus on how there isn't like any, real love books outside of like your Disney character or you know or the erotica and so so coming to this coming to writing this book right I was having a really hard time in dating and I I just needed love I needed a love fix and I talked about this in the last episode as well I needed my love fix
2: mm-hmm.
0: couldn't really get it from a man couldn't really get it like I Got self love, but I was like, "Baby, I need love. Like, I need that passionate yeah, love, right?" i have alone
1: in my rooms.
0: Yeah. Yes, I needed that, so I started reading like fiction, like love fiction. Yeah. So, and it was a mixture <clears throat> of like your love stories, erotica, and so like I was getting my love fix off of that, and I like. Became the characters, mm. like I became characters. The, the characters were my man, like in my head, I really had a man. Mm. Like let me tell y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never said this out loud, but I'm gonna say it out loud here. So this this man had asked me. He was like, "Do you have a boyfriend?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> His name is Jace. And then I looked. I was like, "I'm so sorry. I don't have a man." Um, Jace is actually a character in a book. <laughs> <coughs>
1: Okay.
0: And I was like, I think I gotta take a break from reading for like three days up to I'm wrapped up in the character. Like, oh my God.
1: Got into it. <laughs> yes, Jace is my mother. Got
0: Especially I had just got out the car, the audio was playing, and I had uh... walked into this. So like I was like in it and I was like, Yeah, his name is Jace. And I was like, I promise you I'm not psychotic. It do not I don't I don't even know Jace. Like <laughs> so
1: that's funny yes
0: but tapping into that i know we're going to talk a lot about the
1: story if it took you to that level that was a good story
0: oh amazing oh amazing i read so many good books in 2020 that is one good thing that came out in 2023 the fact that i finished my book but also too i read so many good books and like i found a lot of local authors um that just and i'll talk about one one of them um, specifically in this episode today too But just we're going to talk about creativity. But that led me to actually wanting to finish my love book, which I started writing probably about 2022. And I just put a halt in it because I'm not going to lie. like I just didn't feel confident in my writing. I, I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel confident in my love life. And I started reading these books. So not only was I falling back in love with love, but I was also like falling back in love with my right my creative writing, mm. and that was like, oh shit, I can write, like, <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> like oh man, I can
2: write. Yeah,
1: that's funny. That's actually similar. Like I feel like my roast life story that I was going to talk about yeah. is my creativity, like just my my newest passion, which is painting. Hey, yeah. Like, it started from a, let's just see what we're going to put on canvas to, hmm, let me check the curve. the curve of this makes it. And then, and I've definitely done some things to where it kind of started off erotic, mm-hmm. but then it took a turn. And then some things that didn't start off erotic, but kind of took a turn. Okay. So it's like, yeah. And then, like, using that and rediscovering, like, my passion for music and, like, little love hate love erotic affair that i've always had with music Mm. and creating it like just my creative side in general so like yeah Yeah. it's kind of like a good zane book
2: a lot Mm. of passion
1: sometimes but then at the time just like yeah what is going on here this is toxic i don't want to do this no more oh
0: this is toxic (laughs) i don't want to do that no more (laughs) this is toxic That is my life story. This is toxic. I don't want to do
1: this. I'm the toxic wait, one. No. <laughs> wait, one more. Come back. Let me is just it, get it, taste. But, but, <laughs> yes, like, yes. Like, it'd it be like that sometimes, like even throughout the journey. Like, oh my gosh. One of my favorite, like, one of the paintings that made me be like, okay, maybe I can't actually do this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was on some. That was an erotic moment. It was um. It's literally a lady experiencing herself. I love that. And, but like, it ended up turning because like, I also added like chakra color. So it's like mm-hmm. the full body experience of her actually getting to that point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, okay.
0: I can kind of do this. That's a very artistic too. Yeah. Like that's very, very artistic. Oh. When you came, I think it was to my first paint night mm-hmm. and somebody actually it wasn't a erotic painting, but she did that. Like she she did the chakra colors and then she like put herself in the middle. And that's what she said. She was having a full body experience. Yeah. Um and like that session, we were actually talking about our emotions. And so like that's how she incorporated that session into her emotions. But I think you had just sent me the picture of yours. Yeah. And then we came here and she did that. I was like, yo, my people be (laughs) on the same way. Like, they don't even know each other. They don't even know each other's name. Like, oh, man.
1: Hey, they've been, that's actually, when it comes to painting, Mm -hmm. that has been the thing that spoke to me the most. Like, I want to say out of five paintings, three of them probably have all seven trucker colors.
0: So. Man, that's so dope yeah. That's so dope, so I wrote in my notes Let me see, because you kind of speaking on this Okay, so I wrote, erotic love Erotic love gives us The passion when we receive The love, and it gives us the passion when our hearts Are broken We get this feeling, and it can really Make or break us mm. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, like In those moments I guess you could say, like Me rediscovering music, and I ain't gonna say rediscovering, but me kind of tapping back into music. Mm -hmm. Like, when I first, the first couple of times I was with, it was like, it's kind of like jumping rope. It was like, yeah, all right, I kind of know how to do this. And it was like that one time that I went, and it just like flowed out so, like, all the years that it was like, now this is the feeling yes. that I, this is the, that's the, yeah, yes. there it is, there it is. And it's like, I get that feeling from, Yeah, I don't know, like, I can't explain where it comes from, but like, it's been built up so much and then just to have that release and that expression is like, ooh, and then to f- kind of flip it and do it in a painting way too, mm-hmm. it became something other, it's like, ooh, it's almost like... Filling it up here versus filling it in your toes. Yeah. It's
2: it's
1: like, oh, I didn't know my pinky toe could feel that way. Like,
0: "Eh." didn't even know my body did all that. I'm cracking up. Oh my God. Wait a second. I'm cracking up. (laughs) So, one of the things that I wanted, like, I wanted to talk about erotic love is because, like, I feel like that's what people want to hear, right? Like, so, get the people what they want. People love a good sex story. People love a good romantic, passionate story, right? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I don't feel like I had that, right?
1: <laughs> so, I'm trying to stay with paint. Like, I can get into some stories. Mm-hmm. Like, I got some stories. Don't
0: get nobody in trouble, please. No, please I ain't don't, have, get please so. don't have nobody coming up to me.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but no, actually, one of my paintings actually started that way. So, there was. Lady, I was in a relationship with. Like, we was talking. Like, and there was an image in my head, and also that I was like, "Ooh, let me." I can sketch this out, reminded me. But I actually ended up flipping it, so it's mm. not just that. Yeah. It's like abstract, so it's like different oh, colors, I different flows, that. different. But when I look at the painting, and if I show the painting in a certain way, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah.
0: Kinky. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, yeah. It's like, One day I'm a girl, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fair. It's fair. It did go that way. though. It was like, oh, I didn't even, yeah, how'd you, that's kind of dope how you did that. But as far as the other stories go, hmm, it's a story that won't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Uh, I don't think I've done nothing too out of the ordinary. I say young though,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I probably was a little adventurous. I definitely was an outside man. <laughs> I love the,
0: I can appreciate the honesty. <laughs> like sometimes we just got to accept who we
1: was, who we are, who yeah. we going to be.
0: Like, I appreciate the honesty. Like, I appreciate
1: that. Yep, I was definitely an outside man.
0: I'm cracking up.
1: Yep. I'm cracking up. Definitely had, definitely, yeah. There is some adventurous places. <laughs> <coughs> there is some adventurous places. I'm, not at the risk of getting caught. And I've actually, I've even been to a, a house where that's all they do. So,
0: yeah. That is so interesting. I feel like that's like an unspoken. Like our invite only, which me and you talked about that that day we had that random three hour conversation. Yes. We talked about that. Not that I've ever like been into the lifestyle. I know people and Mm -hmm. I don't actually honestly have an issue with it. I think it's intriguing to learn about. I think it's intriguing to like see how it works for people, because I think like society will tell you.
1: It has to be, this uh, way.
0: Yeah, but then I've witnessed people who live in the lifestyle, and it works for them.
2: Yeah.
0: And for me, I think, and we talked a, a little bit about this, <clears throat> but for me, it's like accepting people for who and what they are and accepting them to live their own life and trusting them. Because one of the lessons that I got from my my closest friends and just the community that are in the lifestyle, like, I've had multiple people tell me, like, well you know, and, and most of them are in long-term relationships or marriages, they have said, like, well, the thing about it is is it changes. Like, one year we might just be with each other, but yeah. then the next year we're going to every party, and then the year after that we might just have an open relationship. And then the year she was in, like, well, not she, but, like, a couple of them have said, like, we just – we pick and choose
1: what we want. It's literally a person knowing that, hey, look, I love you. I want to build with you. This oh. is a person. We're ridiculous. Now, what we build off of this, this is still where we come to where our foundation is. So, And then a lot of people look at it different ways. Like A lot of people look at it as, oh, it's just a sexual thing. No, there are parts that are. <laughs> but no, for a lot of people, it's like It's actual connections like, Mm -hmm. I'm cool with this person or I'm open enough to being in this space like, Mm -hmm. and not having a fear of, oh, this is going to cut me off from this because this person is Mm -hmm. like, there's no jealousy in between. It's like, I know I have love for this person this way i love this person for being who they are i love this person for being who they are i might have relations with this person but me and this person are just financially compatible like it might be different aspects of it so it's like it's it's an exploration but it's truly exploring with another person it's like you single but you're not
0: I like. Th- thank you for explaining that because I know I be trying to explain it, but like I said, I'm not in lifestyle. So when I be talking about it, that you could definitely tell I went on Google and looked. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely tell like I'm a I'm a nerd and I just be reading about stuff. But thank you for breaking that down because I do think like my thing. I'm having two conversations like in my head, <laughs> like they're mission, their mission, uh, mushing each other. So, my thing is, like, we are very judgmental when it comes to people's love. My theory is, like, what you and your relationship do is between y'all. Like, Mm -hmm. what works for y'all definitely works for y'all. The other thing is, like, we have to stop being in everybody's relationship business. Like, all these gurus, coaches, all this type of stuff, everybody has different expectations. I think relationships are so personable. I mean, personal, not personable. Mm -hmm. Personal. Because I think... It's, this is my theory. You and that person choose each other and you guys have created your foundation and you guys decide what is for you, what is not for you. And for me, I want y'all to just stand in what it is. Like If y'all decide to be monogamous, stand in that. If y'all decide to be any form of poly, stand in that and be confident in that whatever you decide to do, stand in that.
1: I think... You are absolutely correct. I think a lot of people are confused on how it works. I guess, mm-hmm. like, you have to be confident in who you are as a person and know what you want in, like, what you want. Like, everybody has seasons. Like, mm-hmm. some seasons I don't feel like dealing with nobody. Some seasons I'm everywhere doing everything. Correct. Like. Everybody has seasons. Everybody has different ebbs and flows to their life. So it's like you kind of got to just go with the flow. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's a lot of communication. Like you have to be able to communicate. And if you're not a person that can't communicate what you actually Mm -hmm. and stand in your accountability, stand in your like, hey, look, like sometimes you might just be like, hey, look, Like I'm not going to lie. I had a situation where the within what I was within the relationship I was in, within the lifestyle, like okay, I'm about to I'm about to go on this date. Hey, Shorty about to come over and chill. Oh yeah, old dude about to come chill. Da, 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 da. Like, okay, well, um I'll talk to you a little bit later, tomorrow, whatever. Like, <laughs> i love call it. you the, yeah, I'll call you when it's right, back. Cool, talk to you in the morning. Like, but it's that mm-hmm. openness of the community is like, all right, look, no, that nigga know. She know like yeah. everybody knows. It's not like a and we might all like I've actually seen <clears throat> I've actually seen a married couple who the husband has girlfriends, the wife has boyfriend. They all intermingle, but at the same time, like they all have their own separate relationships yeah. too. Yeah. Like it's doable, and if you think about it on some ancient historical stuff or whatever, whatever, you yeah. can go into that aspect of things of multiple, and then some people be like, "So are you cool with da, da, da. It's like, "I, right, what's the difference between whether or so? It's better that it's a male or female? Like, it don't really matter."
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: If they, if you're honest with yourself enough, like, "Hey, look." I'm sexually attracted to this person. I'm going to fuck them. Yeah. Correct. Correct. All, right. All right. Cool.
0: But also to the other side of that, if it don't work for you, it just don't work for you, and that's none of your business. You know, like if yeah. your friend, like if I, if I'm like that, don't work for me, but it works for you. Like as your friend, I'm okay to be like, that's what's up. Like I'm glad that's working out for you, and I accept you. You accept me. It's cool. Like I don't. I think that's, it's the judgmental part. Like, I could never, that could never be me or.
1: But that's society. Society is always judging the next for whatever, except like people judge before except it's not, it's not like I'm going to accept you for being this, for being who you are as a person or living in your authentic truth. I'm going to accept that, Mm -hmm. but then I'm going to judge you. It's like. I'm gonna judge you first. Like, that's what you wanna do? Why you wanna do that? Yeah. Okay, I mean, if that's what you wanna do, you can go ahead and do it. Like, people judge it before they actually accept, like, okay, this is where this person is in life. Or if a person is telling you, nigga, I got purple skin. All right, nigga, you got purple skin. (laughs) Fuck it. That's your truth. Walk in it. My nigga, you got purple skin. Cool. (laughs) Like.
0: Okay, this is a side note. <laughs> I was at I was at a local bake, bake shop like mm-hmm. a month ago and this bus driver like came into the bake shop and was telling, telling the workers there that like she was like so distraught. She was like, Yeah, the school sent letters home because there's about three students who identify as animals. So they have their own separate <laughs> bells and they have to have time to do whatever they need to do to get to the next class. And I was like, yo, so we just accepted <laughs> When well, you just said the purple skin. I was like, bro, but it's really like but that's, people out here. That's like, it's like,
1: that's where people are at. Like, like society-wise, that's where people are at. Yeah. Like, this is what I identify as. So accept me for being who I am. Yeah. And it's like, all right but like you have to have that conversation too you can't get mad at a person if yeah. they like hey brown guy no i'm purple my bad i didn't know you was Right? <laughs> <Like, laughs> like, to me right. with my eyes you look brown my bad
0: i'm, kind of like, I'm sorry
1: no. <laughs> like, i don't i didn't know i apologize but like having <laughs> that like you have to accept but there's give and take on both sides yeah like yeah sometimes people be too on this side, like, oh, well, this is who I am. So you got to, I don't know you. So how do I know that you are?
0: Yeah, I think that's a big thing, too. I think, like, even when you talk about people in love,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think that's a big, like, this is this is just how I am. This is just who I am. But one thing that I always talk about in relationships is, like, we change throughout seasons. Like, <clears throat> I'm a completely different person than I was in 2017 than I am now. And in 2018, my mom died And even in that, like, I I wasn't in a relationship when my mom died, but the relationships I had with my friends changed and shifted drastically because I went through, like, there's years of my life that I just don't remember after that. And there's different parts of, like, just things that I, I was just different. Like, I wasn't happy. I was numb. I was literally just, like, Like there was nothing processing. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't imagine like being in a romantic relationship at that time unless the man was completely um, confident, healed, knew how to like help me in that. And Mm -hmm. when discussing relationships, I talk about that marriage, kids, job transfers, moves, death, all of that changes us on top of whatever we're going on a daily basis like you might discover like you said you discovered you rediscovered your love for creativity that will shift you and so like mm-hmm. as your partner somebody or she, she's going to have to like realize like there's going to be a different side of you because now you're releasing that and so like we tend to shift but I, I learned this from my therapist and I've said this quite a few times this year my therapist when I was going through it, it was basically a heartbreak and my therapist said we forget to allow humans to be humans
2: mm-hmm.
0: and in that along with humans making us happy and bringing us joy, they also disappoint us mm-hmm. and we forget to allow humans to do that. In the human experience, there's going to be disappointment and we forget that. We have to allow that. That's part of who we are. Yeah. We cannot change that. And ever since then, and I that is how I accept people now, because you're right. At some point, I'm going to be disappointed, whether it's in myself, whether it's in the next person or any of that,
1: whether it's in what I'm allowing, whether it's Mm -hmm. in whatever. But yes, you're going to. Yeah, I might be disappointed at myself for taking whatever or going this route versus going that route. But. Yes, you have to accept people. It kind of go back to like the cards from earlier. Like mm-hmm. that's why it was interesting that I even got those three cards because it's like, yeah, taking action on the ideas. Got to do yeah. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think even going back to mine, like being impeccable with my word. Like I think being able to stand in, like, I, don't, I wouldn't consider myself like a person that has a lot of romantic experience, mm-hmm. but in the experiences that I do have, they weren't the best. And so in that comes the reality of, like, what did I allow? Yeah. Um, What did I know? What didn't I know? What did I ignore? Did I see red flags? and thought it was six flags and decided to go <laughs> jump on the ride, you know, like just different things like mm-hmm. that. But also, to forgive myself, like, I was in a relationship with a very narcissist man, and from day one, I knew I should not be with him. And for whatever reason, I continued. And I think like me and you talked about it. And I think like the initial conversation was like, he was just, you know, you was in love with the body part. And I was like, but it wasn't that good. So I don't know that I was in love with the body part, but <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: it wasn't that good, but also too, like, If I'm being a thousand percent honest with myself and with the people I talk to, I didn't have any self-worth. I didn't. Here's a a really hard reality for me. When I chose to be with him, he was the type of man that I saw in my household growing up. And so that was
2: normal Mm. for me.
0: And so when he treated me the way he did, that's how I saw the women in my life being treated so i thought that was normal yes. a lot of times and we we had did like grown stuff as far as like like stuff you would do if you were married like just recreating this whole life together and people you know like from the christian aspect people are like oh you got that's why you wait till you're married and my rebuttal to that is always like everybody didn't grow up in a christian household i definitely didn't grow up in a christian household and mm-hmm. also too even if you did grow up in a Christian household, the experience is not the same. And also, two, like, life isn't mono. How do you say monolithic or monolithic? Yes. Like, we're not all the same. And so one, I had a lack of healthy love around me. So I was only doing what I thought was right because it was the only thing I had seen. Could I have known better? Possibly. But also too like there wasn't anybody teaching me like this is how you date this is what a real relationship is this is how you show respect for yourself this is how a man should act also too people forget my dad died when i was 15. Mm -hmm. so i was missing my father figure at the most important time of my life
2: right
0: there wasn't a father figure in my it hasn't been a father figure since then. So I've been trying to figure this out since he decided he ain't want to be on his Oh, I, I shouldn't say that because he did not commit suicide. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That sounded so bad. He had a heart attack, guys.
1: <laughs>
0: right. I'm very sarcastic when it comes to death, so I apologize. That sounded very insensitive.
1: <laughs> but that's your... That's how you deal with grief.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a jokester too, and my, my parents were too. Like... Like I always say, like they could have told me they didn't want to be my parents. They didn't have to die. Like, <laughs> like he could have told me he just didn't want to go to the school program. Like my daddy literally died, like right after dropping me off at school. Like you could have just told me you do not want to drop me off. Like, <laughs> I would have took the bus home. Like. <laughs> you had to die that was (coughs) drama queen
1: (laughs) i like it though that's (laughs) Uh, mm.
0: okay yeah so fun fact about lisa
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh.
1: it's the Beautiful. That was thank, beautiful. You.
0: thank you guys, thank
1: you Yes. <laughs> but I get it
2: though. Yeah. I get it.
1: Like joking laughter has always been like one of my things too. So like, like I was saying, um, I laugh. Like mad, I laugh. Sad, mm-hmm. I laugh. Happy, I laugh. I laugh. You and, do. In an argument. Probably gonna laugh.
0: You definitely laughed in them kids' face. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely laughed in them kids' face.
1: I mean, there is humor in everything. And sometimes you gotta find the humor because if you don't, it's gonna be something that is not supposed to be. Like, (sighs) lighten it, lighten it before you dive into it. Because if you don't lighten it, sometimes people can't handle it.
0: No, I feel that.
1: People can't handle it. But they also can't handle it when you're laughing in the middle of an argument because it's like, are you laughing at me? Are you laughing <laughs> with me? Like, what's going on right now? Yeah. I don't know, and I'm not in a state where I can actually understand where this like, laughter is coming happening? from. So, I just want to swing on you at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's true. And
1: and
0: it it is like, true. All right, That is true. I remember I got into an argument with that narcissist I was just talking about, and mm. I remember like, I was going off like this is probably one of the only times that I like really got in his face because he had took me there. I remember he laughed and then he like looked in my eyes and like got real close and before I could like try to swing on him he was like, your eyes change colors when you upset. <laughs> and I just had to walk away because now now i gotta kill you like <laughs> because now like it was just so weird i was just like why is he getting in my face because in my head i'm like oh he's having a psychotic moment oh we both we both about to be psychos in here huh oh we it's about to go down this apartment about to get a whole show loving hip-hop st louis honey we hmm. about to <laughs> your eyes change colors. he was like your eyes change colors when you when you get mad and then like two days later he was like yeah yeah when you was cussing me out I saw a tsunami I gotta go sir I gotta go I can I can't I can't handle this conversation like I cannot I can't handle this conversation sir
1: like, can't that focus of, uh, how
0: focus. You've been with me for how long? You ain't never noticed my eyes. You know what? It, it don't matter. It, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. I got to go. I got to go. Got to go. Like, I just I just used to be so frustrated. And I just, for me, it was like, with him specifically, I really wanted, like, that erotic, romantic love story. And that was just not something he could give me. And I was getting frustrated because I had this expectation that, like, we were supposed to be this power couple Mm -hmm. and he was he wasn't like he he was the type of person that he looked good on the outside but like at home i was like how do you go into the world and show this person and then we get home like we enemies like we straight enemies like okay we decided it was one day i was like we really need to get on our budget we really need to get on our health like we all we both had like some stuff going on and so i was like okay starting tomorrow we're gonna go grocery shopping we're not gonna spend no money whatever so we do that it's fine he's actually in a really good mood i'm like cool 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 we gonna do this he calls me So, I I get up, I do my lunch, I do my breakfast. I'm so proud of myself. I'm like, we're doing this. I'm so happy. And I feel like we're bonding. I'm like, yes, like this is what I want. He calls me at lunch and was like, oh, can you go to Wendy's and give me a four for four? Hmm. I said, no. I made you smoothies. I made the lunch. Like I did, like we just had the conversation. We went grocery shopping. Like, no, I can't, like, I can't, like, this is accountability, we ask each other to hold each other accountable because we want to do better. So I was like, no, if you didn't grab your lunch, I'm sorry, that's not my problem. Like, I I grabbed my lunch, so I know what I'm having for lunch.
1: Right.
0: Baby, you would have thought I told him I shot his mama. I was everything. I wasn't a supportive girlfriend. I was a terrible person. I treat him just like his mama and granny treat. Like, I was like, because I ain't get you no four for four? Um and then to make it worse, like we worked close together, but it was still like a 15-minute drive for me. Where he worked and where the Wendy's was was a three-minute walk. So you want me to leave my job.
1: Come all the way.
0: You could just, I said I just, <clears throat> I it was one of those situations where I was like, I just don't know how or why how i got here and why am i still here like it was i was confused like i was just like i just did this isn't how i want to be treated and so like having the conversation of like hey this is like what i expect from this relationship right. but i i don't i don't think i'm getting it and so then that comes on the manipulation like oh so you want to break up Like, actually yeah i do Like, but
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> you do for real
0: yeah like so and you know i i've always pretty much been honest, but like I will say, like when it came to men, when it when it comes to men, let's just call it spade to spade. I get very weak. Like I, I'll stand my ground and then I'll be like, you're right, you're right. I'm just tripping. I don't really gotta leave. I get you the four for four. Like <laughs> you know, like it might take me two weeks to get you the four for four, but I'd be like, I oh mean God, he ain't been asking for two weeks. Like, here's it, take it. Take it.
2: You're right. <laughs> you
0: yeah. know, but like, I don't know. So there was that relationship and then fast forward to like i really just wanted to be single i didn't want to date i didn't want to do anything and then i ended up falling for somebody else who i just knew what it was from the jump and then having to have that conversation of like but this is really what i'm looking for and him being like wow then it's not me and i'm like that sucks (laughs) (laughs) and so now i'm at a point where like i just need a break from love i just need a break from relationships from
1: all of that uh, don't say it's bad uh, I'm a talk to believer, me I'm teach a me something believer in it ain't bad it's just another lesson mm-hmm. it's something you add into that dash of yours that's all like it's not like people always look at stuff too negatively like yeah. I feel like that's a problem with a lot of people like yeah. no and then but everybody has their moments because it's definitely been a few moments where I'm like this shit. The universe is fucking with me. <laughs> yeah, I got me fucked up. But then I'd be having to calm myself down to and be like, no, Woosah, nigga, That shit is in. That so do you, do
2: you
0: give me. yourself permission to like feel that and then get better? Yes.
2: Yes. Because
0: that's how I am. Like I'll give myself like if I'm angry with somebody, I'll like give myself permission to be like, okay, I'm about to, I'm upset, I'm gonna cry. I'm going to give myself this space and time, but then, like, I'll do stuff to, like, okay, so this is what happened. This is what we wanted. This is what happened. This is where we want to be, like, giving myself. But I also think, like, there's shame in allowing yourself to grieve or to be angry.
1: I don't think it's shame. I think just people look at it as a weakness. Like, mm. it's not a weakness, like, to understand that you need to take a step back sometimes. It's mm-hmm. not That's not mm-hmm. weak. Or to even understand that, hey, look— this person, or this conversation, or this thought, or this whatever affects me in this way, like it's not necessarily showing weakness. that's showing that this is something that you're passionate about. Now, mm-hmm. how to work within that passion—that's what you got to figure out.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. So, since you said that, so how has your view on love t- shifted since you've grown, mm. and also since you became a father?
1: Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, um, I think my understanding has gotten deeper since I became a father. Mm -hmm. Like, ain't nothing like that joy. Yeah. Like, ain't nothing like it. Like, yeah.
0: So that's called storage love—the love of parents for children.
1: Yeah, it's like that has—I don't know what what uh what what that man say. I don't know. Make me feel funny (laughs) inside. Everybody always talking about she got you wrapped. No, that that she got me wrapped. Like we still have real conversations. Like, hey, look, we can do that, but also we can do this. Let's actually talk this out and figure this out. But it's like that love is different. Um, Other types of love, I've gotten a better understanding, and I've probably become more accepting of. Mm-hmm. But still trying to figure out how to navigate that sometimes.
2: Yes. Cause yes. it's still
1: like sometimes it's like, all right, I took two steps that way. I thought that was gonna go this way. But the dice broke that way instead of this way. So
2: hmm,
1: what am I gonna do now?
0: <laughs> it's like figuring yourself out every transition. Yeah, yeah. And I think like um talk talk to me about like in a relationship deciding to choose one another. And like from whatever perspective <clears> he <throat> decides
2: to speak from. Mm.
1: <clears throat>
2: <laughs> gotcha. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Not because it's like how to put this. Like it's different for different people. Like yeah. I'm a very loyal person. Mm-hmm. So like if I rock with you, I rock with you. Yeah. You fuck around, shot my dog yesterday, but I fuck with you. Yeah, I'm pissed off at your ass. I still fuck with you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cuss you out. But I still, there's still that feeling like, "Mm." like, there's an ebb and flow to it. Like, you got to roll with it yet at the same time, kind of let it just be.
0: Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I feel like the day I, I find a man or a man finds me, however, I'm supposed to say that. Um, I feel like the day I actually find somebody that I'm like really interested in, one of the things that will be important is how we choose each other. Yeah. In every situation. Because I can't say that I've actually experienced that. And I don't know that the people that I've dated actually understand that too. Like in every transition, how do you choose
1: that person? Yes. Like it's it's a It's literally, it comes down to it's almost similar to like having a kid. Like, you choose to do what you have to do for your child, you choose to do what you have to do for your pets, like making that choice consciously every day. Like, that's the love that, like, grandparents that's been married Mm. for 70,000 years, years. (laughs) parents, yeah, like, that's that love that a lot of people want, but Mm. it's like. They got to understand that, like, even on those days where you get on my nerves, like the sight of you is sickening to me right now.
2: That's
0: it.
1: Like, even on those days.
0: I still choose you.
1: I still choose you. Because it's like, it's like, all right, we could have been arguing two seconds ago. Like, one of my favorite, all right, I'm going to say it like this. One of my favorite stories about my grandparents. So like sometimes it'd be like maybe like, talking about something silly, like they going back and forth. Da, 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 da. You did you put that there? I thought you moved it but then two seconds later, like okay, so what are we eating for dinner?
0: But <laughs> well, yeah, I was just arguing. But
1: it's like it's not about that. It's like we still chose each other. Like, yeah. By choosing that person, you chose that person. Like. Yeah. But that's where, in some aspects the lifestyle can help some people with their choices, because mm-hmm. it gives you the room to understand in a different realm. Like, yeah, I'm choosing you. I'm not choosing you over them. Mm-hmm. I'm not choosing you over this. Like, it's not a choice over. Like, we all still work well together, but it's like, yeah, like, you're still choosing what you're doing. Like,
0: yeah, I like that. And Yeah, thank you for explaining that. I. <clears throat> I think like when I talk to people in relationships about choice, Mm. it always confuses them. Like, like I'll never forget. I was, this is like when I was like real, real into the church and I was like in the ministry on campus and all that. And I remember like one of the past, I don't remember who don't give me the line. It's been so long. But I remember like him and his wife had been together forever. They had 50,000 kids. Mm -hmm. And I remember like him being like, Loving my wife is an everyday intentional choice because there have been days where I woke up and I don't like her. I yep. don't like them kids. Yep. I don't like our house. There have been days where I I was like, I could really leave. She's had those days where she'd be like, man, I'm finna I'm I'm just gonna go. Like I don't want all these kids. I don't want this lifestyle. This is not what I signed up for. But then like we come together and we have that conversation. And I thought that was really bold to say like one in like a church setting, but also too, I had never heard that because I think like so. I'm about to say this, and I think I said it in the last episode too, but I no longer believe love is enough. I no longer believe that love is enough. I think it takes more than love. What Mm -hmm. you got to say? Look, before I finish mine, what you got to say?
1: No, I wouldn't. I would take away from what you're saying. What's the... Do you know the other or is it like the unknown, but you know that there's more.
0: Oh, when you word it like that, I would say it's probably the unknown. Okay. But also, too, I when I say love isn't enough anymore, I I I'm more so thinking about his healing, his mm-hmm. financial status, his lifestyle. Right. I I'm a person that have a certain lifestyle that I keep keep up with. If you don't align with that, loving you isn't going to be enough for me.
2: Right.
0: And I there's certain things like boundaries. Or I'll even I'll say something even more simple than that. Let's say I have a man, he likes to go to football games, but I, I really don't like to go. So more than likely, I'm probably not gonna go with you. But I'll buy you tickets, I'll get you in the homeboys to go. Like I don't mind splurging on you. I, I just
2: don't want to be. Sure.
0: um and so it's stuff, It's little stuff like that like i i may not want to experience that with you but because i know you like that i'll <clears throat> i'll make i'll be very intentional to show you so like if i know his favorite team is about to be in chicago and we live in st louis i might call his best friend up and be like hey i got y'all front row tickets here's the credit here's the black card have oh, fun
2: sure.
0: you know so it's, it's very intentional stuff and i think like making a very intentional decision to be like I'm still going to be there even in times that I just I just don't want to be there and it's the little stuff like that's not even thinking about all the bigger stuff that comes with it but like even the little stuff and I don't and maybe to me I don't necessarily think about that as like a love essay but I do want to know about like your insurance policy I do want to know about are you taking any medicines I want to know like what is healthy to you like I want to mm-hmm. know that they those because like to me all of that stuff I'm not going to say everything will going to be 100% com- compatible but like if we're going to work as a team
1: yes to me it's a little grandiose like what are you trying to you say what To me, it's a little grandiose. Why are you trying to build upon it? But like, Mm -hmm. I get what you're saying as far as like, as you build going forward, you like, hey, look, what's your 401k looking like, my nigga? Yeah. Like,
0: dude,
1: what's your my chart Like, and if I ask you this question, I'm gonna need you to know either what the answer is or I'll at least know what I'm talking about when I'm having this conversation. So it's not like you here, I'm here, we in two different paths in life. yeah.
0: And it's not even to say that if you don't have it, that you automatically disqualify. Like I'm not trying to be that person. I just there's a certain lifestyle that I want to build, and it like it's not even a rich, a rich and famous life. I really want to build a life of peace. And for me, certain things have to be in place. Also, too, like when I date men nowadays, I tell them like, right now my current situation is I'm working two part-time jobs. I run my own facility. I'm also in online courses. I'm also leveling up. Well, trying to level up or working towards leveling up in different I ain't gonna say that on camera, but I told you what I was applying for
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um before we got on camera. And so in that, that does require a certain level of I don't say acting, but it does require me to be in rooms
1: hold yourself in higher standards
0: yes i'm like help me out chris help me because what am i saying <laughs> you,
1: have to, you have to hold yourself in higher standards yes so you have to move in a i can't go to white Castles at two o'clock in the morning correct all right i correct. Might have to go to the aha yeah. Something a little bit more heads
0: yes yes absolutely and i and you have and because of the type of opportunities i want people are looking at me so i have to be careful even when i say on the podcast now like i have to be careful with that like you know and here's the thing i'm not changing anything that i have like we're on episode 107 anything that i have i'm not erasing anything so if they see the first couple episodes you just see it like that's who i was but you can see my my evolution right you can see my growth but also too i don't want to deny myself and i think so many times especially in romantic relationships i've denied myself for the relationship and i'm no longer mm. that person does that make sense
1: makes a lot of sense you were diminishing yourself for the sake of Absolutely. The relationship. a lot of people actually do that like i feel like a lot of people do that unconsciously like as you get them like it's crazy instead of being your authentic self a lot of times people are a non-authentic version of themselves Correct. when they first meet somebody and then they start to pull back as they start to get to know the person but Correct. it's like i don't know i'm a person i'm gonna tell you yeah, i'm crazy i don't know what you're talking about so
0: <laughs> i think i do that now like right now when i date i'll be like okay i'm not a phone person i need to go on dates it don't gotta be expensive. I know what I bring to the table. I know what type of girlfriend I am.
2: Yeah.
0: I'ma say that. I won't, I won't give it all on like the first day, but I will let you know. Like I know what type of girlfriend I am. So when I ask for something, it's because I can give it double.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't ever like, and then also to having to explain to men, like when you decide to date somebody like me, somebody who has my own stuff. Is, it's not that i don't need it's not that i don't need you like i'm not i'm not one of them people i don't need no man baby yes i do hmm. I, I need you like <laughs> i need you but also too like dating I, i'm gonna just have to say it dating like boss women comes with a certain expectation and a certain understanding from men well men who want to date us i say that everybody don't have to understand us but
1: yes Though at trial y'all still women, so correct.
0: And I want I to mean, be a woman. Like, let me say that. I want to be a woman.
1: Like, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, regardless of that, I feel like people become easily intimidated or nervous, but it's not a it's not a slight to you. Mm.
0: I thought that conversation was going somewhere different.
1: No, it's not a slight. Like like, <laughs> it actually shows the respect. Yeah, like I
0: appreciate that. It
1: shows the respect that, like, if a person doesn't mm-hmm. now, then, then I would say, yeah, you just probably should run. Both yeah. of y'all should probably just run because <laughs> no, somebody gonna die.
0: I appreciate I appreciate you saying that though because I was actually reading something about that that like when you date somebody who like has their own stuff like one make sure you understand like what exactly that lifestyle intent entails of them. and make sure you like understand who that person is. Cause that's the thing too. Like, like I'll, I'll get people to be like, oh, you masculine. And I get that from men and women, like friends and <clears> older <throat> people. But here's the thing. I don't want to be masculine. I mean, Chris, you can vouch for me. I didn't ask you to come cut my grass. Yeah. I do not like I, I'm not trying to do it.
1: But see, this is the thing. This is the thing. And I got to actually credit, credit one of the books that I absolutely love. And I learned about the book like great Nipsey Hustle.
0: Yes. It's a
1: book that Lauren London put him on. Yes. The Way of the Superior Man.
0: I've read that book. Have it in my bookshop.
1: <laughs> absolutely love that book because it actually taught... And then the newer preface, it talks about how, like... Everybody has both within them. Everybody has masculine qualities. Everybody has feminine qualities, is what about what you dive into a little bit more. Like, some, some, we both bodies produce masculinity and estrogen. Both bodies produce those things. So, sometimes you need to be more empathetic, and that's going to release some more of your estrogen types. Yeah. Endorphins, but then sometimes you need to step up and you be in a different light. So hey, now masculinity is coming a little bit more. So it's like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that people don't know how to navigate. People don't know that I, in the same way that I may change from day to day. Today I might I might need to be ninety percent man and ten percent. And yes. tomorrow you might need to be 25%, but it's yeah. going to change and being able to okayly step into those different realms is where it gets fishy. Cause if you're not good with who you are as a person, mm. standing a little bit this way, and make make you feel all funny inside. And you don't know what to do.
0: Ooh. So what I just heard is In order for these relationships to work We really have to know who we are Like we really have to know And then Mm. it really is Two different worlds coming together And intentionally living Amongst each other
1: You have to know who you are And you have to be very accepting Mm. Like like I said, like all—if you look at all the older people who've been in love for thirty thousand years, like you said, there's <laughs> days where they can't stand each other. Correct. But they still consciously make a choice that. oh I'm gonna be here for this person. Yeah. Like you might have pissed me off two weeks ago, but oh wait, you cut your leg. Hold on, wait. Oh Hello. no! But you are you going? to? Oh, that's today. You got the outpatient search? Okay, no, I'm all for it. What you mean? I'm yeah, here, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. You so about?
0: you just reminded me of something because I think it was a podcast with Michelle Obama and she said for ten years she didn't like prison in Obama,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the media, social media, was eating her up when she said that. But I like that she said that. Like I like that she was real about it because I think like people look at Michelle and Obama as a power couple, right? Like, look at them as a power couple. And so when they're honest in their truth in that, and not even thinking about, like, their political views, I'm just, like, literally talking about her saying, I didn't like him for 10 years. Yeah. We have issues with people being honest in relationships. Be- to me, again, love isn't enough. Love isn't going to keep me to like you if I don't like you for 10 years. Like, there is an executive, intentional decision that I am choosing.
1: Even though I don't like you? i am choosing choosing to
0: be here for 10 years i am choosing this and that's why i say love isn't enough like i have to of course i have to love you but i also have to like know myself and i know i have there there is a a very intentional action that i am doing to stay here Mm -hmm. in your presence Mm -hmm. as your woman as your partner as your life companion i am actively choosing this even though we beefing right now. Yeah. And I'm sure in that moment, if he broke his ankle, guess who was right there? Yep. If he got sick, guess who was right there? If he had to, if he had lost the ability to wipe his ass, guess who was about to do it? Yeah. Like, and so that's why, to me, that's why I'm like, <clears throat> it's just love just isn't enough. Like, the butterflies and the cute stuff just don't work for a person like me no more. Like. Yeah. It just doesn't. I need to see effort. I need to see quality time. I need to see like the human aspect. I also need to see the healing part. Like if you are a person who you feel like you're 100% healed.
1: Nobody
0: is 100% Correct. (laughs) But if you feel that way, then we're just not going to work or if you just, I don't know. It's just certain things that I feel like I need and I'm learning this. And And the other side to all of this that I'm saying is I also don't freaking know. (laughs) <laughs> because I've never been there. So, like, all of this is speculation and understanding and reading and relearning myself. And so, again, me and you can have this conversation in the summertime and it's going to be a completely different conversation.
1: Because oh, we outside all 2024. <laughs> <laughs> all 2024. No, nah, but it's different season. So, you're going to have a different feel. You're going to have a different, like, yeah, when it's cold outside, you don't feel like doing nothing that way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm a different person. Yeah. I'm on the shield But then, if you can't handle me, if you can't handle a person in their different seasons, then it's just not going to work.
0: So, work. okay, so like when I be trying to date these men, because trying, heavy on the trying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I be trying to date these men, and I be telling them like, I need to see you in different seasons and experience you in different environments to really see if I like you. Am I crazy? No. Is that is that real? Like coming from a man
1: to me and
0: you just um, met me so i feel like the authenticity is there
1: i do not feel that it is unrealistic i think that you get a better understanding of the person when you see them in different ways like mm, formal date okay movie date cool chilling at the house what's that like walk through the park that's something mm-hmm. different <clears throat> like if you're in an uncomfortable situation, how do you handle it? Like, yeah, it's 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 wise, but that's also what you kind of, as you choose to date a person, you get to see those things.
2: Yeah,
1: as you choose to give this person your time, you are like, you innately get to just see these things. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'm putting positions to where, oh, you got this going on, and you want me to come. I really want to come, but,
0: but I'll I'll show up. I'm coming for you. Yeah.
1: Now. And the midst of that, I might be put in an awkward situation, or well, I just might be in a situation where I'm not in my comfort zone. So how and does now that I'm look?
2: awkward, yeah? Right.
1: So how does that look? It's like, oh, okay. No, I got you. But you're able mm-hmm. to check in, like, you have to see people in different light because if you don't know what a person looks like when they're mad, and it's two, three years into your relationship, now you finally see them mad, and you're like, oh. You get a different type of man. Like, I don't know if I can deal with this. What do you mean? I don't know if you can deal with this.
0: Huh? Did this for
2: three years?
1: (laughs) No. Oh. But I don't feel it's unrealistic though. Like I think it goes both ways because personally I like to see y'all in different lights too.
0: Yeah. I'm like that too. I just I I just understand that people are different. And then also too, like I'm the type of person, like when I'm dealing with a man, I like I like to be that safe space for things that he may not have been able to be open to. Hmm. So like I have to see you in a different experience. And I have to become that safe space. So like like I've met guys who are like, Yeah, I got into like journaling and yoga, but they like gotta whisper it to me. You know, like they like, Yeah, I gotta uh-huh. I gotta, you know, like and I'll be like, It's, it's okay, I gotta build it that nobody comes to. Like <laughs> like i got i got yoga
1: mats
0: like (laughs) listen i can even go in the other room you can do it by yourself like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) so like but i just like to be that safe space for like like i like one day i was or one time i was dating somebody and he had started therapy and he called me one day and was like i just cried and i was like how how can I support you in this situation? Because right. I don't want to be like, oh babe, that's so cute. Or I don't want to be like, oh, no, Like, no. <laughs> right. Or in and, and I've I've heard a lot of men say that too. Like, well, anytime I've been vulnerable, like women, when they get mad, they'll throw it in my face. And so for me in that mm. in that moment, like, well, what does support look like for you in this moment? Do you need support? Or are you just calling me to tell me like, hey, I went to therapy and I cried do what you with that information, you know, like, so I I like to be that space too. Like, and sometimes it's hard because I do think that like with men, sometimes it is hard for the vulnerability and the emotions.
1: That's because society doesn't allow us to be those things. But that's a whole Whole nother. You got to come back for that podcast. (laughs) You got to come back for that
0: podcast. Um,
1: The expectations that are put on. The societal pressures put on anybody is ridiculous, yeah. and that's why I said it's kind of like it's a catch me, too. Because I ain't go like women, y'all got some stuff that, yeah, I can't not, nah, sh- 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 yeah, <laughs> no. And having being a girl dad, I'd be looking, I'm like, uh, um, punch me in the face, what you mean, right?
2: Yeah,
1: so it's like. Society doesn't allow a lot of those things, but I think if people become more accepting of the fact that hey, those have feelings too,
0: absolutely, because you're still human, you're still human. I think, like, that's been if I can end this episode, that's been my biggest lesson. Like, men are still human, Mm -hmm. and so if I have had trouble learning about love and figuring out love, and I'm going to assume that the next human being has had a very similar experience. Of course, it's not 100% we've been through the same thing, but I'm going to assume, especially for around the same age, that you probably had a mother who worked and worked and worked. Or I'm going to assume that at some point in your life, you realize like, there's something I'm missing, something I need to relearn. Yeah. I'm going to assume that you miss something just like I miss something. I don't know what that something is. But well, hopefully we can figure
1: it out. I'm about to say, and that's the beauty of some relationships. But that's another thing about relationships. People auto, people automatically go to, and we was actually talking about this earlier, like having a conversation with somebody and realizing like, hey, look, no, we shouldn't be romantically friendship.
0: Oh, no. yeah. We're going to have to talk
1: about that before <laughs> we go. Yes. We, we shouldn't yes. be romantic friends, but we can be friends. Yes. Like, understanding that there's no problem. Like, yeah, you may, and even if you have those desires toward a person, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to happen.
0: Correct. Yes, yeah, so before we hopped on here, um, we actually talked about, it started off as like a, was it, like a business conversation, but anyways, yeah. like, where we just realized, like, you just don't mesh well with people, right? And so, like, I think I was talking about it in, like, a work setting, like, is it possible that we're just not a good fit working together? And then Chris brought up like, well, that actually works well in relationships. Like, sometimes you realize like, mm, you, we got a great conversation, but we just might not be a good fit as romantic partners.
1: Can I keep it a buck fifty?
0: Absolutely.
1: Sometimes it's okay to say, look, we just have good sex. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. After the sex is done, the conversation that comes next, eh, I could deal with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But it's also a very real conversation.
1: Having the maturity to be able to understand and have that conversation, a lot of people couldn't have that because it's like, well, then you attacking the person's ego sometimes. Unless they are driven by that as a person, then in that case, they like, okay.
0: Yeah, I think I think that comes from my perspective. That also comes with knowing your situation. Yeah. Like I think what I've seen recently is like people being in situationships myself included mm-hmm. and treating it as a relationship when like you said from the jump you knew like you knew what this was. You knew what this was and so i think like sometimes we have this expectation of like situationships hold the same value as relationships Mm. and we're not honest with ourselves when we know we're in a situationship
1: but you can never learn that lesson until you lose your 80 for your 20. correct until you can you can experience it but when you lose your 80 (laughs) for your 20 you will fully understand
0: no I agree with it I do agree with it
1: like that's when a lot of people have that light bulb I'm like oh three years later I like, can't wait till you read this book oh I can't <laughs> wait I was like
0: I'm so nervous for like people to read it cause it's not a writing that I've ever like done and published and actually I edited and published this book myself so mm. everything I mean I have my my friend Marvin who helped me out Um, Because he's been doing publishing way longer than I have. But I did everything from writing it to editing it. Mm. I mean everything. I'm so nervous but excited at the same time. So like even if people think it sucks, it's still, it's something that I did.
1: I'm about to say no. (laughs) Like that's the beauty of art. Yeah. And like that's why I love art.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: All forms of art. Writing is a form of art.
0: He taught me that actually. Chris taught me that writing is art.
1: Yes, writing is art. Like I don't care what nobody says. Be able to put words together to paint a picture for a person that like that's art. You can't. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can tell a story.
0: Man, okay, this is TMI, but I was being grown one day, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was being grown one day, and um, we was on the phone being grown, and. I was asked to write a story. Hmm. And I wrote a story on the spot. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: And he was like, You wrote this? And I was like, and did like <laughs> and, and I was like, Are you gonna say that story? He was like, Oh, absolutely, I'm gonna save this story. He was like, This is good. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm a real writer. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, I can feel it. I can feel it. Say, and that's when I knew I had it. I'm, I'm a real writer. I mean, but that's the art of it. Like, to be able to even do that. Like, you could probably write rhymes if you wanted to. Mm. You could probably write rhymes if you wanted to. And it, it, at the very least, format something into where it could be easily converted into it. So, it's like, putting words together isn't art. Like,
2: yeah.
1: Some that's people call deep. it. Some people call it you're casting things in your life like what that card hold on what the card say Um, be impeachable with your words Mm -hmm. recognize the power of your word like you gotta recognize the power of being able to put those words together and paint a picture for somebody like our favorite artists that's why we love them absolutely whether it's music writers painters they take something and put it together in a way where it's like wow Mm-hmm. I never would have thought of that. Who knew that three squiggly lines this way and two circles that way would make this beautiful piece of art? And you in love. Right. You in love with it. You're like, dang, that's some straight Basque art.
0: Man, I love it. Yeah, I hard. love it. Um, oh, well.
1: I am excited because I'm hearing you getting to your creativity more. And that's yes. actually something that we've talked about before. Like, you've been diving into yes. it, getting a little like, okay. Stick my, I'm gonna stick my whole foot mm-hmm. in this time. I'm not just gonna stick my toe in. I'm gonna stick my whole foot. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm up to the knees. I'm up to the knees. Now I
0: just jumped the room. There you go. <laughs>
1: might as well.
0: No, I'm excited about it too. So, um Chris actually encouraged me to start the How I Feel nights, which is painting and writing. So we did like two or three last year. I think yeah. three. Yeah, three, because I did one for New Year's. Okay. New Year's. Um, And so we're going to start that. I have it scheduled out. Um, And I'm really excited about that because I love to, I have found the love of painting, but also to, like, it gives me a chance to, like, actually start reading my writing or coming here and writing and saying it out loud. And this is a safe space. So that's something that I've been really excited about. And then also, to like, in January... I got my book publishing certification and then I just tested for a book editing certification.
2: Okay. And
0: so my latest book like I said I edited, published and so it's, I don't know, I'm just starting this whole new like chapter in my life that I'm pretty excited about. I
1: like it.
0: Thank you. Girl
1: yeah. boss moves.
0: Thank you.
1: I'm trying. Okay. okay. Trying. And it I'm gonna be like you when I grow up.
0: Hey. Sometimes I got to grow up. But <coughs> thank you so much for coming and having a hour and 23 minute conversation oh, no I about eros love. Um, we'll definitely be in contact and yeah. we'll definitely just be bringing some creativity back together. So I appreciate your input. In and I that. might
1: have to pop, pop back on the podcast from time to time.
0: Oh, you absolutely should. You should probably be the co-host. <laughs> 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 you should probably be the co-host, but As always, we will end on our affirmation. So I love you, but love you the way you love the world. Peace. All right. (coughs) We are in episode 107's affirmation. And so we are ending this episode with the affirmation of I trust that love will come into my life when the time is right. How do you feel about that?
1: I wholeheartedly believe that sentiment. Ooh. My daughter came into my life when I needed that.
0: Ooh, we, I love that. I love that. We, we gotta come out here and talk about that storage love.
2: <laughs> like,
0: we gotta talk about that storage <laughs> love. Yeah, I, I like that. I trust that love will come into my life when the time is right. I think that. I think as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that when it's the right time, things really do happen. And so in these moments of silence, just embrace it, just be present. I think in this last season, in the era that I'm in, it's very intentional and present. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm not really worried about the future or worried about the past, but accepting of all of it. Mm -hmm. And when the time is right, it'll happen. And I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know the formula. But just being able to be present and very intentional with myself has helped me to be in a better place.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. And so any last words, advice?
1: Uh besides stay out of dark alleys at night? Hey. Yeah. Uh let's see.
0: <laughs> stay out of dark alleys at night.
1: Yeah. Especially if there are train tracks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um I guess I could say one thing. Hmm. I don't know. You kinda of just threw me off.
0: Oh sorry. I meant to say it before the affirmation, but <laughs>
2: sorry. Um,
1: <laughs> ad cut. Okay. What was the question?
2: <laughs> oh, do you have any
0: last words? <laughs> Advice?
1: Um Last words, I will say this humble thyself.
0: Oh, humble been another big word, but yes, humble thyself.
1: I've had to do it several times today, and I think everybody should do it several times today. But humble thyself,
0: humble thyself. All right, y'all. That was episode 107. We appreciate y'all. And the affirmation is, I trust that love will come into my life when the time is right. Catch you next Monday.